0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Broken Filter podcast. Uh, my next guest, I've been wanting to have him on for a long-ass time. Uh, he's one of the best scorers I personally have ever seen. Uh, everybody, welcome Jared Lucas. Welcome, Brian. I appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, of course. Thank you, man. Quite quite the comment there. You know, I, I know
1: you were, you know, um, I guess almost near UC Davis, so you've seen some
0: pretty good scores.
1: They've had their fair share of really good guards, so I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man, East Davis has got, gotten a fair share of uh, pretty good guards. I'm sure you know a couple of them, too, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, a couple of those guys I played against and uh, got a good look at them last year when they got us uh, <laughs> at home.
0: Yeah, dude, I completely forgot about that until you just said that, actually. Yeah. yeah. They, they did get us. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I, I mean it, though. You know, you, you're a very prolific scorer, uh very tough uh, shot maker, and, uh, you know, it's it's been fun. You know, I believe it or not, I've watched you since you were in high school. I remember being uh, in high school and just seeing your your, your stuff on All His Life, uh my Instagram, just Jared Lucas averaging, you know, 40 points a game in senior year. <laughs> breaking yeah. the record. Right. Uh, so, and then, uh, you know, seeing you last year was awesome. So, uh, that's uh, that's definitely something that's true. You know, you're great. Let, let,
1: let, me, let me add something for people that are listening who don't know, okay. you know, how many times I would, I would text you uh, whether that was in the morning, afternoon, right after class, nighttime, come help me out, uh, rebounded, uh, before games, after games. Uh, so, shit, man, you helped me too, so.
0: I appreciate that, man. Yeah, anything to get you better, man. I, I enjoyed doing it.
1: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, let's talk about that high school run you had, man. I mean, 39 points per game your senior year, 11 rebounds and 33,356 points during your high school career, the most in CIF Southern Section history. What was that like being, you know, up in the record books like that, being the man down in SoCal? Talk about your high school experience real quick.
1: Oh, I mean, it was was special. It was unique, Um, and I've said it before, but, you know, um, especially in Southern California, if you're one of the better players, um, you know, you go to a private school. and, you know, I chose not to go to a private school. I stayed home, played for my uh, local high school. Los Altos played for my dad. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I've played all four years at the varsity level. i had a lot of fun. And obviously it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity getting to play um, for your dad. And then I was also fortunate to play with a lot of my best friends. And, you know, they were all teammates. We all grew up together. And it, it was quite the experience. And then being able to average 40 a game my senior year was special. I felt like it was something – um, almost everybody dreams of, you know, averaging 40. And then my senior oh, night. Um, video game, yeah, it was it was it was, it was my se- My senior night was really special. Um, I knew I had to score 52 points. Um, and, you know, I, I think everybody was there. And that was the record. It was the game right after the playoffs. You know, like I said, my senior night, I, I broke that record. And right after the game, you get my jersey retired in my high school. It's really, really special.
0: One of a kind, man. That's. I mean, just the fact that you passed up on all those private schools, those prep schools to stay at your local high school and you ended up uh, you know, getting to play for your dad, making all those memories and breaking records, just once once one of a kind thing, man. It's it was freaking yeah. awesome to watch. So
1: Yeah.
0: Um I don't know anybody else that's gotten their jersey retired in high school. Very few people get that.
1: Yeah, especially especially that early. I've been kind of fortunate. Um, you know, getting it right after my game was pretty cool. Oh, right after the game. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, I think that was part of the reason my dad was telling me about scoring 52. It was kind of all set up, um, <laughs> you know, to, to, for that game. You know, he was, he was, for some reason, my dad never really said, you know, scoring the ball and getting touches. And, and he was really on me that, that <laughs> night about getting 52. And, I, and, and that night, they actually put like two dudes on me. We were playing the worst team in the league. So they knew they were going to lose. And two guys on me and three guys on me. It was crazy.
0: It's like it's like those clips of Lamelo. Remember when he was getting, he was trying to get like ninety two. He was like getting like oh, yeah. games, yeah. Like nobody yeah, was yeah. the ball.
1: Lamelo scored the ball too, man. I mean, Lamelo was my class. So
0: really, shit, wow. Yeah, me and Lamelo in the same class. That's crazy, man. Um, what about playing for your dad? Like, you know, it doesn't happen very often either. Uh, how was he? Uh, you know, how much of an influence was he in your basketball career?
1: uh he was a pretty big influence you know my dad played at the University of Hawaii um you know he was quite the shooter himself um and I kind of learned I learned a lot of things from him you know and I was fortunate um to be in the gym as often as I could with my dad being a high school basketball coach not everybody kind of gets that opportunity to to live in the gym you know I tell a lot of people and I really think it's the truth um you know I've been I've been in the gym since I was in the womb honestly um you know my dad's (laughs) You know, in the gym all the time. He's been there for 25, 30 years. I'm sure in the next couple of years, they're going to name the gym after him. Um, you know, so uh, it, it was a unique experience, special, something I wouldn't trade. And then I think just adding on top of that was being able to play with my best friends all four years. Um, those guys are still some of my best friends today. So it was a really unique situation.
0: Yeah, you guys, you guys built uh, quite the legacy down there at Los Sal. Man, it's uh, it's cool. It's awesome. Good. For, I mean, that's so cool for your family as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking
1: of that, they they got seven straight league championships right now. I mean, 50 straight league wins been so kept the the they, they kept it going or they,
0: what? Um, they've kept it going,
1: they've done really well.
0: Good stuff, man. You set the tone.
1: Yep.
0: Um. What about uh, talk about so you know, you're obviously the man in high school, and most top level college uh, D1 players come from you know, being the man in high school, scoring. You know, more than 25 points a game, and then transitioning to di- Division One. You know, they still put up good numbers, but the the expectations changed, the the stats changed. What was that like for you? Coming, you know, being one of the best players in California, and then transitioning into D1. Uh,
1: I mean, it was it was it was hard. It was difficult, but it's something that I'm grateful for. Um, you know, the experiences that I went through my freshman year, and a lot of freshmen get this, you know, there's so many ups and downs. You know, there might be one game um, playing 20 minutes. Some games I was fortunate to play in every game. But some mm-hmm. guys, you may not play a game. You may be at five minutes. You may only play nine games on the season. Um, you know, I I think I averaged 17, 18 minutes a game as a freshman. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I ended – I ended the, there towards the second half of Pac-12 play. I kind of got things going. Um, you know, I hit, hit the game winner against Utah. Good. Yeah. Uh, freshman. Um, and then we would have play Oregon that next game um, in the Pac-12 tournament, but COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really learned a lot. And I think for a lot of a lot of young freshmen and, you know, guys just going into college, whether it's junior college or college, physicalities is is a really big deal. Um, the tempo and then understanding a role. I think that was big for me. I learned early on with Compton Magic how to understand a role, you know, being around um you know now looking at my team it was four nba players yeah dude. i was I a was, I was fifth starter every single one of those guys um is on an nba roster right now of our starting five
0: yeah talk i mean you, you're making this this easy for me because you're you're transitioning into the next conversation for me yeah yeah i yep. want to talk about that that stacked compton magic team that you had i mean okay let me let me just name some of the names you had Ju Zang. yep um Yeka.
1: yep.
0: Uh, the Mobley brothers.
1: Yep. I was their starting five, and then me. I was starting wow. five. Yep. There's still more, but
0: yeah. Jaylen, is Jaylen, Was Jalen Clark on that team? Jalen Clark. Yeah, he's still in UCLA, right? Still at UCLA. Yeah. Who else was on that team? Uh, Dale and Terry played a couple games. Oh, in the yeah.
1: seventeens, and Dale yep. and Terry just got drafted eighteenth to the Bulls. Yep. And then the year I played up one year. Um, my out of the year I was supposed to play 16U. I was on the team with all those guys, and then Jules Bernard, Jules Bernard yep. with Detroit Pistons, Timmy Allen's at the University of Texas. He'll be their best player this year. Yeah. Um. So
0: yeah, you these guys are your dogs, man. I mean, these guys are in the NBA now. How does that feel, dude?
1: Um. It, it's 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 great for them. You know, I I'm, I still maintain a really good relationship with those guys. Um. Not this summer, but last summer I held a camp. Um, with Isaiah Mobley, Evan Mobley, or Isaiah Mobley, Johnny Juzang, and myself, um, which was really cool being able to see all those guys and give back, to, giving so back well. to our community. So it, it was, it was really, really cool. And then having those guys just building relationships and then it's also motivations for myself, you know, seeing that content magic roster and being like, man, you know, there's a couple of us left, um. And, you know, just hopefully achieving achieving our dreams um and seeing all those guys achieve it, you know, just helps me believe a little more and, and know that I can do it.
0: Dude, yeah, you you can do it, man. I mean, that team had some crazy, some crazy names on it. These guys are lottery picks, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only 14 guys that picked in the lottery, and there's only 60 that get picked in the draft. So it's crazy, man. It's just crazy. quite quite the unique,
1: unique team and, and group of guys. And you know, we only lost two games and won every tournament that we played in, um, 46-2, and I mean, it was was really special.
0: So who was, like, when you were on the team, who were some of the teams that you played against that, you know, had other similar big names on them?
1: Um, The one team that comes to mind,
0: um,
1: you know, they kind of called it the national championship game um, because it was Mm the Nike EYBL winner, which was team takeover. Yeah. And then it was us who won Adidas. Um, So on team takeover, it was, Armando Baycott from oh, North Carolina. Shit. And then oh, they had kid from Villanova who hurt his knee, Justin something in the final four. I forgot what his name was. Um, they had the big lefty from Michigan, uh, the white Hunter kid. D- I'm Wait, Hunter, Hunter Dickinson. Wow. Hunter Dickinson. Um, they had Jeremy Roach who went to Duke. Yeah. Or who's still at Duke. Um
0: That's I mean,
1: there was there was another one or two guys, but that team was really, really good. Um, And that was kind of the team we played. They were the Nike champs. We were the D's champs.
0: That's that's so sick, man. Speaking of Jeremy Roach, he's the only player returning to Duke's roster. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. If maybe maybe there might be another player, but he's the only one right now. That team just that team just cleans house every single year. Every single. Year I mean, I, you know, now that I'm, I don't
1: know why I'm saying wow. I'm sure they had. Yeah. I'm thinking, what did that four or five guys get drafted? Yeah. Maybe I mean, more than that, five, six.
0: Probably, yeah. Yeah. So some of the the you know some of the guys just sneaking into the second round. And you just hear they just got drafted. and You're like, wait yeah. a second. You, yeah, another you know. Duke guy. Another Duke guy. <laughs>
1: you
0: know. Yeah. And that's that's crazy high, high school experience that you had, man. And the fact that you keep in touch with those guys is is uh, still awesome. Those. I mean, 20 years from now, man, those are gonna be the best, the yeah, best I mean, I'm sure they still are, but um talk about uh the new the new look uh the new look wolf pack. I mean, how's it been uh transitioning to a new school uh after you entered the portal? Uh, has it been uh pretty enjoyable transition? You liking it so far?
1: Uh, I've really enjoyed it now here in Reno. Um you know, we had talked before we got on, but, you know, about being only about six hours, six, seven hours away from home is is nice. And then 40, 50-minute flight for my parents um, to be able to come out and see me is really important. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Um, but once I kind of hit the transfer portal and realized, you know, how far some of these schools are, um, you know, I kind of realized, wow, it would be pretty nice to have my parents close. And then being able to play for Coach Alford, um, you know, he really lets his guards play and, you know, kind of the proof was in the pudding, um, you know, going to Nevada, you know, the, how much the guards have freedom to kind of play, um, Mm -hmm. you know, coach Alfred's had a lot of success. I think he has 600 wins. I think he has the active coaches in the, in the West. I think he's fourth or fifth in wins. Um, so he's quite the track history. Um, and then I'd already built a relationship with him, um, previously when he recruited me just a little bit when he was at UCLA. Um, Yeah. so I just felt like it was a really good fit for me. And then, um, you know, overall, just as a team, we got a lot of a lot of transfers. And then, um, you know, we also have our fair share of freshmen that are that are pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. So.
0: Are you excited to compete in a new conference and play against teams that you most likely haven't played before? Is that- yeah, I mean, I,
1: I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, the Mountain West, you know, now that I'm out of the Pac-12, I've I've love the Pac-12, you know, won a Pac-12 Championship and this and that, but when you look at the Mountain West, the Mountain <laughs> West kind of goes under the radar a little bit, but this no, past I year they I had four teams in the tournament, more than the Pac-12. Yeah, And then you look at it this upcoming year in the Pac-12, you know, there's always USC, UCLA, Oregon. Um, obviously, I love my Bs, but, you know, there's that strong group of three or four, Arizona, yes. those those four are always at the top. Um, You know, and then you look at the Mountain West, right? Boise State won the conference last year. Wyoming's a preseason top 25 team. San yeah. Diego State. Oh, San Diego State is a preseason top 25 team. Mm-hmm. Colorado State was in the NCAA tournament last year and returns a lot of guys. Yep. Um, I think we should be all right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: UNLV is also a really, really good team. And then obviously, you know, you have some of those other teams down there, but,
0: um, you know, it, it's a really good conference. Yeah, I I agree. Totally flies under the radar. I mean, the amount of teams that were in the conference or in the March Madness tournament last year was pretty impressive, and there's a they're big time schools. You know, it's not like super small schools that um yeah. You know, for for example, just like the WCC is, has Gonzaga and St Mary's, but they're all really really small schools, and a lot of people don't know about those schools. Yeah, but the, yeah. The Mountain West. I don't know, but for some reason, just it just goes under the radar, and year after year, it seems like. They they outperform every yeah. expectation.
1: Well, I and mean, I think what a lot of people don't know, and, and I've kind of looked at it the arenas in the Mountain West are all, for the most part, besides Arizona, UCLA, and maybe Oregon, all those arenas are all huge. You know, UNLV is really big, right? Yeah. Nevada's place really big. Wyoming, I played there before, Wyoming's pretty big. Boise State's arena is pretty big. Yeah. I it's mean, cool. it, it's a pretty good conference.
0: Yeah, so I, I visited both uh, UNR and Boise when I was uh, deciding where to go to college, and I remember me and my mom were touring UNR, and uh, I was like, is that is that the basketball unit? Because I really didn't know. I saw the football yeah. arena, right behind it is the basketball arena, or you could say vice versa, but, and then I looked up pictures, and the thing is massive, like, I never thought that, like, UNR had, you know, I mean, obviously, I know they had the Martin brothers there, JaVale McGee went there, they have... A profound history of solid group of guys that went there but I never I mean just the fact that you have a massive arena just I never knew that yeah and then, I mean it's
1: it's almost like it's almost I mean I it is it's a basketball school
0: and then yeah. I felt it you know while I've been out here yeah is it is it bigger than Gil yeah it's, it's a lot yeah it's a lot bigger than Gil okay okay I didn't know that. I don't name. know about
1: a lot but it's definitely bigger than Gil it, yeah. it definitely
0: feels bigger because it's like more circular right because Gil. you yeah. Yeah, you you only got the high sides and then the low sides. Yeah, but um, when who do you guys play your first home game?
1: Uh, we play Utah Tech or Dixie State.
0: Oh, it's one of those games, huh?
1: Well, you know who knows, man. I mean, I haven't played teams teams before, so I'm sure Utah State's pretty good, or not Utah, know. Utah Tech is pretty good as well. So
0: okay, bet bet bet. Um, well, like. I know you just said, you know, you love your bees. Uh obviously I was really sad to see you go. I'm glad you finally found a you know, I guess not finally, but you found a place where you feel at home. But talk about uh, you know, your your feelings toward Oregon State and just uh, you know I mean, you know, do you do you love Oregon State? Would you say?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love Oregon State, man. Um, you know, my girlfriend still goes to school to Oregon State. Um, you know, right? Like I said, you know, right before we got on, you know, I was talking about. I was at the USC football game. I was at the Boise State football game. Um, you know, and, and I, I think that my team and, and the legacy that we that we had that my sophomore year, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was going to last a, a really long time. Um, you know, yeah. making two lead eight, winning the Pac twelve tournament title the first time in school history um you know and having a really um vital piece uh on that run it's kind of um, left an impact on me and then I know that you know I'm always gonna be a beef you know I was only you know most people don't know this I was only six or nine credits away from graduating my goal is to graduate three years at Oregon State and I was really mm-hmm. really close but to get to Nevada and getting our summer workouts and all that all that good stuff mm-hmm. you know I kind of had to transfer my credits over to Nevada which kind of sucked yeah. but in a sense because I want really wanted to graduate from Oregon State um mm. you know but nobody may know this but maybe 10-15 years from now I'm going to claim that I'm an Oregon State alum uh yeah do it, man. so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I I love Oregon State um you know the coaches had had you know really wanted me to come back and, and we're going to welcome me with open arms but I just felt like the best the best fit for me was kind of um getting out of there
0: yeah I mean you do you man At this stage of your career it's it's all about what's best for you all right
1: yeah made,
0: yeah i mean you know, man that i mean the, yeah. you know, talk about that like that poster in the basketball center that's going to be yeah. there for forever man i mean that banner that uh you know the records that, i know you you got a couple of uh pretty impressive pretty impressive free throw records and games played and three pointers man, but, man. Yeah.
1: and now, and i you know it's funny that you said that i was looking at the three point record book um a couple days ago and i saw i think i'm seven eight seventh or eighth on the all-time list at, uh-huh. at oregon state and gary payton i don't know or no somebody's ahead of me it's not gary payton gary payton's like top five up there in three points made mm-hmm. but i was looking at it and i was like because um this year i think i had 77 or somewhere around there 77 83s and I did it, and I think I would only needed like sixty threes to be number one all time, uh, oh, or three pointers made at Oregon State. I think it was right around sixty. And uh, Stephen Thompson was the number one, um, and I and I was, and I'm only like sixty away. And I said, "Wow," <laughs> kind of hurt me a little bit. That, that's I, a I, heartbreaker. Could have got awful. that record, and you know, yeah, yeah, it hurts. Um, you know, you know, I almost getting that record. You know, I know if I would have stayed, I probably would have had a pretty good shot to get that record and i'm yeah. sure probably a couple others but yeah you know it is what it is
0: yeah man life goes on can't can't worry about the records bro. yeah the, the, but like i said uh that elite rate eight the elite eight run will always be etched not only in just oregon state basketball but oregon state sports uh history you know you made your mark in high school and you've done that at oregon state so it's as a beaver and you know as a person that's still involved with the with basketball team it's it's really nice to hear you say that you're beaver for life and that you had such such great experiences there because, uh, you know, I've talked to diehard Beaver fans and a lot of Beaver nation, uh, big, big Jared Lucas fans, man. I mean, when I told people I was going to have you on this thing, they're like, Oh, that guy's awesome. You know, I, I love watching that guy. He's an OSU legend. Yeah, Yeah. man. Well,
1: I mean, you know, I, like I said, man, I, I love Oregon state. Um, you know, it was one of the toughest. It was a tough decision to leave, but yeah. you know, it was those times there, man. I mean, I still rep Oregon State proudly. My family does, um, Good, man. and you know, I, I'm hoping you know all the all the Oregon State fans that watch. You know, I'm always be a beef. Um, You know, I'm be back in Oregon, um, back in action in Oregon, just on Good. the other other side of town, uh, playing the Ducks December 10th at Oregon.
0: Hey, bro. Um, we I'm gonna get, dude. I'm gonna pull it so, to the game if I can. Yeah, man, dude, I'm gonna be trashing that Oregon Ducks arena, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got figured. I gotta get back <laughs> at Oregon
1: one more time. Um, Well, not get back at them. They, they've got me a couple times, but yeah. you know, get back in the state of Oregon. Um, You know, yeah. and play play my rival. You know, that'll always be my rival, the Ducks. So
0: yeah, you you're not a big duck guy, right? Never, man. I've okay. always been a
1: beef. I'll, I you know I will always be a beef, but huh? you know, the Ducks. Man, I saw that on on the schedule, and that was one that I that, that circled, and I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Well, go get that win for yourself and for your team, man, because uh, that would be a special one for sure. Yeah, definitely. Go uh, go, Wolfpack. <laughs> there you go. There you go, baby. <laughs> I'm going to need some gear, maybe a shirt or two or something. All right, look, I got pack. you, man. We got our fair share of gear over here, so I got you. Sounds good, bro. Well, thank you, man. This has been a blast. It's been fun catching up with you. You've been great um of course hey best of luck this season bro um be watching you for sure i know you're gonna ball out man no of course man i, I appreciate
1: it thanks for, thanks for getting me on here tell us tell the staff when you see him at practice uh the next couple of days and say what's up and you know for some of my former teammates tell them the same thing and um you know don't don't forget to tell ryan you know he owes me a pack 12 gift but uh
0: oh yeah okay okay yeah <laughs> i got you bro <laughs> no no doubt no doubt man all right later man bye man we'll see you take care